Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Bill Ryder with you from Radio Row here in what was the Valley of the Sun, D-Cell, but now it's the Valley of the Deal is Done. See what I did there? Kevin Durant is a member of the Phoenix Suns. Trade of the, what do you think, Tommy? Good morning, Tom, in New York. Trade of the decade in the NBA? Uh, Maybe? Good, good morning, Bill. Happy Thursday to you. Thank uh, you yes, trade of the decade, absolutely. I like the NBA trying really hard to hijack the NFL's week and doing it with some success. But do not fear, do not worry. We've got plenty of talk for you on the National Football League and folks swinging by here at Radio Row, here at the CBS Sports set, here in the, the beautiful corner that we have carved out in this, uh, this circus of, of football festivity for you. Adam Thielen's going to be on the show about 15 or 20 minutes. Sean Alexander, former MVP, and a guy who has to have, and we'll certainly get into this with, with Sean, some insight on Russell Wilson, who he's friends with, and he knows well, and that spotlight, that pressure, that glare, that expectation on Russ, even stronger and more severe with Sean Payton taking that job with the Broncos. Sean Alexander on end of the hour, 35, 40 minutes from now. Carson Palmer is going to be on the program in an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, Tom, I don't – I've always wanted to do this with Carson Palmer. And you gotta, you got to talk me off the ledge here, okay? You just let me know. I, um, I'm from Iowa. Won't pretend that I'm still a huge Hawkeye fan, right? Went to Mizzou. But, but – there was a Rose Bowl when I still was when Carson Palmer destroyed my faith in the Iowa Hawkeyes. Would it be inappropriate in person after we do the niceties to tell him that I'm mad at him for that? Uh, you know what? I don't think today's that day. Not the moment. Yeah, let's stay away from that. I might get traded. I might get <laughs> traded to your local retail store, I think. Uh, phone number 855-2124-CBS. Uh, Twitter, Sports Rider Sports. R-E-I-T-E-R. And for those of you worried about it, and I think by those of you worried about it, I mean D-Cell and his wife, um, we were going to, because Carson Palmer's going to be on at 1120 
Eastern time. Tom is currently booing. Nobody can nobody can hear you or see you when you don't have your mic on, Tommy. Um, that means buy or sell where it normally goes. Tom's segment isn't going to happen. And I'm in, I am not saying that I got an angry message from Tom's wife. I am not saying that Mrs. Diesel would reach out to the host of a radio show because, quote-unquote, Tommy need his shine. I am just telling you we are going to do it at the end of the show, Tom. You've got your opportunity, okay? It's coming. No, it's not okay. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know. Do people go on strike for these sorts of things? That's what I'm working I hope so. <laughs> we'll, see if, we'll see if it pays off. All right, um... A lot of happenings. NBA trade deadline is today. It is 3 o'clock Eastern time, which is 1 o'clock Mountain time out here on the show. Russell Westbrook has been moved. He'll be bought out. We'll get into that later in the program. Some other things have happened, but the big trade, Kevin Durant is no longer a Brooklyn net. He moves from Brooklyn to where I'm sitting, Phoenix. He will team up with Chris Paul and Devin Booker. And here's the deal. There's a lot to dissect. There's a lot of winners and losers. There's a lot of complications. At the end of the day, the headline is this. The Phoenix Suns are currently the best team in the National Basketball Association. It's not fair. It's not supposed to go this way. Normally bringing in even a massive talent should have some hurdles thrown in the way. There should be a chemistry-required process of getting together that can fell, that can bring down hopes of being a champion. If you don't have enough time, and there's not a lot of time, it's a crowded Western Conference picture. We're in February. NBA playoffs are a couple months away. If healthy, and that's always an if, especially with Kevin Durant and an older Chris Paul, and Devin Booker just returned from injury, if healthy, this Suns team, it's not even close, is the best team in the Western Conference. It's over. It's done. They're almost certainly making the NBA Finals if, and again, it's an if, they can stay on the floor together. Huge loss for a Denver Nuggets team that has built their basketball team the right way. Drafted those guys hired the right coach, were patient, built a culture. They are, and by a wide margin now, second tier. Kevin Durant is that remarkable. Huge loss for a Memphis Grizzlies team, a smaller market organization, a team that I want to root for, I think is worth rooting for, that's gotten harder lately, that built this thing the right way. Hired, again, the right coach. Drafted the right players. Have and John Morant their own superstar. Not quite at the level of, of Nikola Jokic in Denver, but the same level of excellence. Certainly, I think, a similar ceiling in terms of what Ja can do in the postseason. Those are the two teams that lose maybe the most in the trade that came down, certainly this morning, Eastern time. I had the great pleasure, it, was, it actually was fun, it was exhilarating, of, of being up pretty late doing CBS Sports HQ as everybody tried to dissect the news and dissect the trade. Look, the return for Brooklyn's not bad. And I'm sure we'll get into this later in the show over the course of the next few weeks. Do you get credit for salvaging, for maximizing in a moment what could be disaster when the disaster was self-inflicted? It's like that stupid if a tree falls in the forest doesn't make a sound. Who cares? I'm not in the forest kind of question. But it's a similar kind of deal. The Nets put themselves in this situation. And Brooklyn... In the final equation, and we're talking when we say Brooklyn, Sean Marks, who runs basketball operations, sacrificed, gave away, utterly wasted the last three or four years of what was a really promising rebuild. They did. But the return for Kevin Durant, the ability to find in the new owner here in Phoenix, which is a big part of the reason this deal went through at the trade deadline. And I'll tell you, I didn't, I've been spending my last two or three weeks flying around the country, talking to executives trying to set myself up personally in my second life, my other job, 
CBS Sports, CBS Sports HQ. I'll be on CBS Sports HQ Spotlight. It's a mouthful all day today, starting at what? New 3 Eastern time, if I got that right, over on CBS Sports Network, talking NBA trade deadline. Most places I talked to told me when it came to Durant and this possible trade could happen. It's the NBA. People lose their minds. But I, I think it's the summer, man. How do you get that much of the deadline? We aren't hearing much. And the reason they weren't hearing much is Brooklyn kept it pretty close to the vest. And the new ownership group, the new owner in Phoenix, wanted to make a splash. 2023, these are all unprotected, by the way, which is significant. It doesn't feel like it's significant. It can be. Here's what Kevin Durant costs in the modern market at the last minute, less than 24 hours before the door slams shut on the ability to improve your your basketball team. 2023 first-round draft pick. 2025 first-round draft pick. 2027 first-round draft pick. 2029 first-round draft pick. A pause here and an explainer. You are not allowed to trade beyond a certain threshold. You can't trade beyond 2029 at at this point in the NBA season. That's why the Lakers' 29 pick was so valuable. Can't trade a 2030 pick or a 2050 pick. Because then people be trading 2,351 picks and just hoping somebody didn't read the fine print. Those are unprotected. And if things don't go well in Phoenix, and even if they do, I mean, they have a window. I, I want you to think of the Phoenix Suns, and we're at Radio Row, so here's an NFL comparison. The Phoenix Suns are now an even more enhanced version of what the Los Angeles Rams were when they went and they got Matthew Stafford. Or, or maybe if you want to take Durant, he is the equivalent of bringing in Stafford and Von Miller and anyone else you want to throw into the mix. Are the Suns going to win the whole thing? Probably. Maybe. I mean, we'll talk in the coming weeks about how good Boston is and how formidable Milwaukee is. But the Suns have a good chance to make the finals. If they make the finals, watch out. There's going to be a price to pay down the line. These guys are older. Chris Paul is very, very much at the end of his career. Durant is mid-late career. And while Booker's young... They've leveraged. I mean, they've. And I'll get to the, the guys they gave away. They gave away some depth. Those picks could be valuable. There's also a, what, 2028 swap pick, which you probably know this. I'll just explain it in case you don't. means in the 2028 draft, if they so choose, the Nets can swap their first-round pick with Phoenix's. So if Phoenix has a, has a better draft pick, a worse record, they can take that pick. And Mikhail Bridges goes, good young player. Cam Johnson goes. Good young player. And Jay Crowder goes. Not a young player, but a disgruntled player. But I'm telling you, in fact, I think Woj reported this. But I do know this. There are multiple teams, Miami, Milwaukee, others, who were really, especially Milwaukee, really interested in the last three or four days in trying to pry Crowder from the Suns in order to get some veteran defensive three-point shooting help. But they're Phoenix... Doesn't like the guy. He doesn't like them. He's held them hostage, right? He's just he's not been around. It's going to be much easier, less personal for Brooklyn to turn around and move Jay Crowder. So I wouldn't be shocked if what I just read, you four first-round picks and a first-round pick swap and Bridges and Johnson includes another first-rounder that comes back for Jay Crowder. I think, that's, I think it's certainly feasible that's what they get. Good for Brooklyn? Sure. It's sort of good for Brooklyn in the sense if you marry the wrong person, she burns down your house, spends your 401k, loses, we don't want to say kills, I was just, we don't want this a little dark, loses your cat and your dog, destroys your friendships, your parents don't speak to you anymore, you lost your job, you don't have any clothes, and you do live out of a car that you don't even want to drive, let alone sleep in, but you're able then after that to get like a minimum wage gig 
good job. You turned it around. Yeah, but I wouldn't have married Kyrie. I mean, whatever her name is, whatever. I mean, that is the reality that Brooklyn, Brooklyn was in. I don't even know where they are right now because I've been doing trade. I'm pretty sure the Nets closed the night last night. Fifth in the Eastern Conference. Not that many days ago, they were second in the Eastern Conference. You've never seen a team ever have two All-Stars on their roster at the start of the year and trade them both. I can't remember a team that I've ever seen that were literally in contention to be the, the best team in a conference. Best team in the Eastern Conference. They were certainly in contention for that. And go from and they're currently in the in the playoff spot. They they will be destroyed in the postseason. What Ben Simmons gonna our star is Ben Simmons. We're trying to petition the league to play seven minute games so Ben can play half of them, half the minutes. It's over for Brooklyn. The winner in this thing is the Phoenix Suns. And I'm not always a big fan. I'm not always a believer in going out and getting the shiny thing is going to work. Kyrie Irving is shiny. I got to be nicer because we got Adam Thielen coming on. But Kirk Cousins is shiny. Oh, man, we got Sean Alexander coming on too. Russell Wilson was shiny. It doesn't always work. Kevin Durant's more than just some shine. If he's healthy. And it's an if. And if he wears the right sneaker size, that's a throwback to when they should have won a, a series. I'm in a mood. Apologize, America. I do. Not to Tom, though. He looks horrified. If Durant's healthy and he wears the right sneaker size, the Suns are going to be so hard to beat. There, there's always, there's always the, the, the legitimate concern in a place like Phoenix, and this is real, that you're not going to get along, that guys aren't going to get along. And I, I think the NBA has disproved the idea that talent overcomes personalities. It doesn't. See Kyrie and... The Celtics, see Kyrie and Harden, see Kyrie and Simmons, see Kyrie and Durant. There's some other examples of that one makes me laugh. And Chris Paul's been an edgy guy at times with teammates. And I'm speculating here because, this will shock you, I don't have Chris Paul on my speed dial. The person that I've called the biggest phony in the history of, of my life. I, I don't have, you know, let me see if I can send him a carrier pigeon. Uh, this is just me speculating. But CP3 is near the end of his career. And whenever legitimate criticisms there are about the remarkable level to which he's an absolute phony and has been, a, at times, destructive force, his need to win a destructive force for teams, he still wants to win. He loves the game. He, he is a competitive animal. People throw those things around. They're not always true. They are true here. And I think, don't know, because CP3 and I haven't golfed yet this week, I think, I don't know, that Chris Paul understands that the end is near. He tasted, finally, a finals, and the idea, the notion, the legitimate chance at a championship a couple years ago and Kevin Durant's one of the few people on the face of the earth who can step onto a floor with, with Chris Paul. And Chris Paul's got to rightly believe, okay, even as good as I am and as hard as I've worked, this guy is better. I think it's going to work in Phoenix. I think it's going to be terrifying and scary. And I think that the big winner of, of this trade deadline, come what may, is the Phoenix Suns. We'll hit losers on this in an hour. We're going to carve out more time for this. Because Kyrie Irving loses. I don't know if you saw the clip yesterday. Maybe we can pull it in the next hour. Uh, there's where he's wearing a, a very weird-looking hat, which is fine. I mean, do your, you do you. And, and he says some version of, I'm glad he got out of there. No, you're not. You look shell-shocked. You didn't expect that, did you? Dallas Mavericks are not coming out of the West. They're not getting past the Suns. They're just not. The Lakers made an ill-fated move with a first-round pick, and they moved on from Russell Westbrook, who they were over, to bring in D'Angelo Russell and some other pieces and some other help. Okay? They got better. Again, same thing with the Lakers. They improved a situation that was drastically awful because of their own decision-making before. Do you get credit for pulling yourself up by your bootstraps if the reason you're at your bootstraps is because you gave everything away? I don't even know if that analogy works because I don't know what that expression means. 
I don't think you do. Doesn't matter. The Lakers lose. They're not coming out of the Western. There's no chance. The Suns are the winners. Kevin Durant's a winner. Player empowerment's a winner. Kevin Durant's on his fourth team. Well, does the guy only want to go to teams that were in the finals last year or the year before? I, I get it. Good for him. The Phoenix Suns are now a force to be reckoned with. We'll get into some of the losers on that later in the show. Tom, yes, Tom, I'm getting your tech. Tom, I'm doing a show, man. I'm getting your tech, man. You can do buy or sell later. I just want to make sure you saw right. it. I want to make I sure you, it's cemented in the rundown. I got you. It's cemented. The cement is, it's, it is, is hardening fast. It is becoming a solid reality. Uh, Adam Thielen is going to join us on the show, wide receiver for the Vikings. We'll talk about how close they were and how close they are. His own future, I think he's got a player option, if I remember that properly. What he sees in Patrick Mahomes and how Mahomes is able to make the hardest job in sports look so easy. And, of course, his prediction, who he likes, who he thinks is going to win Super Bowl 57. All of that is coming up, that conversation with Adam Thielen next here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you want. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers, even D-Cell, uh, can get in on Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boost. It's easy. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code Ryder. It's my last name. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. That's the code Ryder, R-E-I-T-E-R, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be present in-state. Where lawful to wager 21 plus the most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario and Ohio, eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. Bonus issued as bonus bets. Opt-in required for odd boost. Bet type and amount limits vary. Eligibility in terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football term. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show from Phoenix, side of Super Bowl 57 Radio Row. I'm Bill Ryder, and we are joined now, as we just told you, by an extraordinarily talented athlete and 
I don't know him, but to be a finalist for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, you have to be an extraordinarily decent person, even more important. Adam Thielen, wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings, joins me right now on the show. Thanks to our friends at Over Easy Breakfast Bars. Uh, Adam, good morning. Thank you for doing this, man. appreciate you. Yeah, good morning. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And congrats on, I mean, let's just get into that. Congrats on, on being a finalist. We've had other guys on the show over the years who have been up for this award. I know it is really important to guys. It, it means something. Why is, why is the Walt, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award and those like yourself, those like yourselves who, who, are, who are up for it, who are nominated, who are finalists, why does it matter? Why is it important? Well, I feel like, you know, we've been given such a, uh, you know, amazing platform uh, with what we do for a living that I think it's, it's just as important to be able to give back and to use that platform the right way to make an impact in youth. Um, my wife and I, that's been our, our mission and goal since, you know, we, we got into the NFL and, and got that and received that platform uh, was to just impact as many youth as possible through our career and, and hopefully a long time after my career. Um, and I, I just think that that is just as important as, as playing well on the field. I think playing well on the field um, allows you to have opportunities to give back in, in a big way. So I'm uh, very blessed and, and honored to receive this award. But it's, it's more than just uh, an individual award. It's an, it's an award that really represents a team uh, in Minnesota Vikings that, that, that you know, really takes that stuff serious. You know, Tuesdays, community service, um, giving back. It's it's unbelievable amount of guys that probably – deserve this award um, on our team, which is pretty cool. Adam Thielen here on the show. Adam, um, you're talking to us, and I'm sure other folks, as are other guys in, in, in the league, because it's it's Super Bowl week, and it's a, it's really a festival of, of an opportunity to talk to players that do this for a living, but it's also a celebration of a game that only two teams can make. Do, do you enjoy this week in this process? Because obviously if you're doing these conversations, you're not playing in the game, or is there still is there still a little bit of that bite and that disappointment yeah, that every other team feels? Yeah, but too. I'd rather be playing in the game, that's for sure. But uh, but at the end of the day, you know, it's it's a great week. It's a great celebration of, a, of another season. Uh, you get to be around a, uh, a bunch of guys from other teams that, that you have a lot of respect for, and and you start to build relationships. Um, you build a lot of connections through Super Bowl week, and uh, you get to do really cool things uh, like like you know, getting on these shows and being able to talk about different products that you really believe in. So um, it, it's a really cool week and, and uh, you know, try to enjoy it uh, as much as I can because I don't know how much longer, you know, I'll be, I'll be doing these things. Adam Thielen here on the show. I'm Bill Ryder on CBS Sports Radio. Adam, obviously, to, to get through, in your case, the NFC side of things, you also have to get through your division. When you hear that Aaron Rodgers is going to go in the dark for four days to figure out what he wants to do, are you just, like, sending thoughts into the universe that, you know, go to the AFC, go to the AFC, go to the Jets look great. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, honestly, I don't, I don't think too much about those things. Uh, you know, I, I got to control what I can control. And, and as a team, you have to control what you can control as far as uh, trying to put the best players out there on the field um, for once the season starts. So uh, I, I really don't think about those things. I kind of just let it play out. I, I kind of turn, you know, once the offseason hits, I kind of turn into an NFL fan and I try to, follow it on the media and see where guys are going and, and seeing the different guys that are getting contracts. So um, it is kind of fun. Uh, the NFL has done a good job of, of making it a, a year-round sport because there's always something, you know, free agency, uh, the combine, the, you know, the draft. There's always something going on and something exciting, which, which uh, is, is kind of cool. Adam, you referenced that, that you won't be doing what you're doing for, forever. What does your, your short-term and, and long-term future look like for you? 
Yeah, you know, I'm definitely trying to figure that out as we go. Um, every year after the season, I kind of evaluate, you know, how I feel, how I felt that year, and 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 then, uh, you know, what I feel like the next year will look like. You know, I feel like I still have a, a lot of ball left and can still play at a really high level, uh, which is exciting. Um, you never know how, how, how it's going to be when you're 32 years old going on 33 and um, year 11. Uh, but um, I feel great and excited about, you know, playing playing more ball at a high level. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's definitely some plans for when I am done playing, trying to figure out, you know, what's the best avenue to go into. And, um, you know, luckily I'm involved with some really cool brands with Overeasy and, and ETS Performance and some of these other um, businesses that I've gotten into that I'll get more involved in when I'm done playing, which, which is uh, exciting as well. Adam Thielen here, here on the show. Adam, I know you can only speak for yourself, but we obviously follow in the media and as fans the retirement struggles and sagas and the difficulty of moving on from a game that has defined a large part of the lives of people like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and, and every other person in your shoes who has done this at, at a high level. For, for you, just for, for your personal situation, how much of Wayne at, the, at this point of your career, whether you want to keep going, is physical pain versus just the commitment the the you know i don't know if it's intellectual spiritual whatever it is just the you know the grind of what it is to maintain yourself if you're going to compete in the national football league yeah you know i think i think the biggest thing when you get towards the end of your career is, is probably risk of injury um you know again like i said i feel great i i feel like i can play at a high level for for a, a lot longer you know just you know being you know in year going into year 11 and, and feeling the way i do i just feel like i could do it for a lot longer but I think at some point it becomes, you know, what what are you willing to risk and what is it worth it, you know? So um, I think that there is a grind to the NFL, but you do get an, a great offseason that you get to enjoy time with your family and spend a lot of time uh, with your family and, and doing the things that uh, you want to do. So that, that definitely makes it easier to think, oh, I could play a little bit longer. But, again, I think the biggest thing is, is just weighing the risk of injury and, and you know, trying to trying to go out of the game on a on a high, on a high note, feeling good, and being able to go into that second career uh, feeling good. Adam Thielen on the show. We're going to talk about over easy breakfast bars. Uh, who who graciously connected us with Adam here in a second. But Adam, obviously, I want to ask you about the game. You said that at this point, you become a fan. You're following what's happening. The big game, obviously, Sunday. Eagles formidable to say the least. Chiefs formidable to say the least. Who do you like in this game? Do you do you have a strong sense of who you think wins this thing? Well, if I was a if I was a betting man, I would probably have to say the Eagles. Um, but I'm I'm cheering for the Chiefs. Uh, I I'm not a huge uh, Eagles fan, so <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna go with the Chiefs on this one. Like, I, my kids were born in Kansas City, and I worked there for a long time. So I also have been going with my with my with my heart, even if there's a there's a little noise in the back of my brain that tells me maybe the Eagles are going to be pretty tough to beat. Uh, Adam Thielen, you're you're talking to us in part because of over easy breakfast bars, and I'm I'm all ears because I got to be better at breakfast. So so hit me with it. Well, it's uh you know it's always awesome to represent a company that you actually believe in. Um, and you know, over easy is, is that for, for my wife and I, uh, we love their bars. We use them. Um, we use them for different, uh, reasons too. You know, sometimes I use it as a breakfast, uh, before I go work out, um, especially when I'm working out early in the morning. Um, and it's easy to just grab and go. Um, there's low, there's not a very many ingredients. It's healthy. Um, you know, you get your protein and you get all the things you need, the nutrients you need for a good quality breakfast. Uh, they also have, uh, you know the over easy protein, which is actually they're the breakfast shakes, uh, which are also something that we use a ton. 
Uh, our kids love the bars. It's, it's so easy when, when you're on the go, especially with a young family, uh, to be able to have something that you can just grab and go and know it's healthy and, and clean and, and the kids can take it. it it's great. If I, if I have this right, you're not just a Viking. You, are, you were born in Minnesota. You went to high school in Minnesota. You went to college in Minnesota. You're a Minnesota man. Now, I'm not a Minnesota man. I don't know how you're going to feel. I'm an Iowa guy. Now, I live in L.A. now, but I, you know, born, raised, the whole deal in Iowa. And so I know what it's like to be from a place and to love a place and to leave it, for me at least professionally, if you made the decision to not be a Viking anymore, and that's obviously part of what is under consideration for you and the Vikings, is there an appeal, would there be an appeal to, to being somewhere different and, and doing something different as a guy that's been in the place that he loves and, he, and he's from, if I'm not mistaken, for his entire life? Yeah, I think so. I think, uh, obviously, uh, definitely don't want to leave Minnesota. You know, obviously, uh, I grew up a Vikings fan and played there my whole career. Obviously, I want to I want to retire as a Minnesota Viking. But at the end of the day, um, I feel like I can still play at a high level. And I'm excited about about that. You know, when you come out of a season, you feel good. Um, you, you feel like you can you can do what you did five years ago. Um, it, it's exciting. So you know, just having the opportunity to be able to show what I can still do and to help it, and ultimately help a team win. Uh, that's that's what I want to do. I want to be able to help. Um, you know, provide value to help a team win a Super Bowl. And uh, if that's somewhere else, you know, I, I'm not sure if that will be, but. If it is, uh, I'll, I'll be giving my best foot forward and making the most out of that situation. Adam Thielen, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna disrespect you by coughing and saying Chicago Bears. I'm just gonna tell you, I'm a Chicago Bears fan. You don't even have to respond. I'm just putting into the universe, <laughs> putting good thoughts into the universe, my man. Um, it's always great to talk to a fellow Midwesterner. Congratulations on the Walter Payton Man of the Year honor. Um, good luck going forward. Thank you to Over Easy Breakfast Bars for, uh, for for putting us together. And I hope you are right that the Chiefs uh, come out triumphant on, on Sunday, my friend. I appreciate it. And one, one really cool thing, too, that OverEasy is doing is all the profits uh, from online purchases over this weekend until the end of the Super Bowl um, will be going to a military nonprofit called Children of Fallen Patriots. So uh, I think that's a really cool thing. So go out there and, and place an online order for uh, OverEasy Bars. That's amazing. Adam Thielen on the show. That is a great, good for you, OverEasy Breakfast Bars. I, I love that. Appreciate having him on. And you know what? Like, why not just put it into the universe, you know? Chicago Bears. I mean, the Bears The Bears could use some receivers. Bears could use some guys to, you know, catch the football from a talented young quarterback. You like that, Diesel? Put it in his brain. <laughs> I just spoke to Adam to thank him for coming on. I don't know if he enjoyed that Bears comment. He laughed. I got a little laugh. <laughs> You're the best laugh. Was that not what it was? <laughs> I think it was, uh, you know, uh, playful laughter because I don't know what else to say. I understand. I he wasn't feeling it. Yeah, I, I was. I was sitting on that one. Love that. Love everything about that. All right. On a on a serious note, just a quick serious note. And then we'll we'll get to Sean Alexander here in, in a second. Um, today is the two year anniversary of when my very good friend Therese Paler passed away. Who I'm thinking about and, and focused on today, not just because of that, obviously because of that, but because he was uh, a remarkable NFL reporter and writer for Yahoo Sports. He had covered the Kansas City Chiefs for a long time with the Kansas City Starts, where I got to know Therese, and so to his fiance Ebony, we send all of our love. And Therese, we know you're looking down. Love you, big guy. Um, being at Radio Row for, for that anniversary is particularly, particularly poignant. So, you know, hug the people you love. Tell them you love them. Appreciate all, all the folks in your lives, as, as I know we sometimes uh, try to do, but, but can look past a little bit. Sean Alexander, MVP award winner, 
incredibly talented, incredibly talented running back, is going to join us. And I, we're going to get into, into Russell Wilson. A lot of criticism heaped at Russ. Single season doesn't make a career, but there's some pressure now on the QB who's in Denver. And Sean Alexander is going to give us some insight on what to expect and what can happen next for Russell Wilson. When we come back here to the show, it's Rider Than You. We'll do that after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medela, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you live from Radio Row. Diesel, you've never done Radio Row. Is that right? You have never experienced the magical reality that is the radio world coming to a convention center and being together. Not me. I was working. Simultaneously hung over together for the whole week. I have never had the pleasure. No. we got to get you here. Next- Vegas next year, bro. I don't know. I, I, I vaguely remember hearing the same things last year. We got to get you next year. We got to get you next year. I don't know. It sounds I was hot. Lying. I didn't want you to lie. I was lying last year. This year, I'm ready. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds a little hollow. I'm pretty excited about Sean Alexander. We're going to get him in. I got to figure out how to ask this question because I am, um, how do I say this? I think that the Hall of Fame process sucks. I, I really think it's awful and... It's secretive. It's like the conclave when they pick the Pope, right? Other than I don't think they send white smoke out for the Hall of Fame, but I don't. I actually not. I'm not sure. Um, now, my my friend Tres Paler, who I mentioned, who passed away two years ago uh, today, was a was a voter and was really well respected. But talking to people, part of the reason he was really well respected in that, in that room is because of how well he, how great he was at sort of navigating how it worked. Well, I, I would always think when people would tell me that, well, isn't everybody great in there? Apparently, you have to have people local. If you're Sean Alexander, whoever the Seattle Seahawks voter in there is, right, that person who the media member has to go and, and, and pitch you. Now, I think Chris Paul is a Hall of Famer in the NBA. Clearly he's a Hall of Famer, and he should be, and I would vote for him. But I, if I were Chris Paul, I wouldn't want Bill Ryder being the, hey, everybody, get this thing on. All right, uh, Chris, played hoops, and I hate him, and I guess you should vote for him. I mean, so who, who reps you matters, how good they are at the politics of the room matters, how good they are at the presentation matters. So I just, when Sean Alexander rolls in here in about three or four minutes, Tommy, I, 
think I might just have to be like, hey, man, are you with me? I'll say it differently. I won't say the Hall of Fame process sucks. Do you have a? Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to live produce me on this? Do you think I maybe? I find the process to be baffling and at times not great. What do you think? Does that sound like a nicer way to say the Hall of Fame voting process sucks? No, I think we go right to the aggressive and, and say that it's a terrible process. I think Sean will appreciate that because if I had to guess, if I had to guess, I yeah. think Sean believes he should be in the Hall of Fame as do oh I don't know everyone else that I've ever spoken to. I mean, I have not crunched this factoid into a reality, but I can do it on the NBA. There's not a player ever, not once, not a single time in the history of the NBA who has won an MVP and not made the Hall of Fame. And the only candidate for that, the only person that could happen to is Derrick Rose. I mean, that's the guy. And he's obviously, you know, that's not, we're not at that conversation yet. I have to imagine most of the people who have won an MVP in the National Football League or in the Hall of Fame, and very few of, of the people that play the position Sean Alexander played over the last 20 years at least, running back, won an MVP. I mean, that's a hard – so we've got um, LaDainian Tomlinson did it, right? And I think you told me Adrian Peterson, who I had forgotten about. And I think those are the only running backs that have won that award between this moment here when Cell and I have crossed an important emotional bridge and I want him actually at the Super Bowl next year, where that's not a lie – and going all the way back to the moment where, where Sean Alexander got it done. Uh, so we're waiting on him. He's going to roll in. We're excited to talk to him, excited to visit with him uh, when, he, uh, when he gets here. Tommy, what was your reaction? So I, I love Bogus's. I heard the update. I miss Andrew. Uh, I love Bogus's point and perspective. It's true that the Rockets, who have pick swaps with uh, Brooklyn for the next 521 years, are in pretty good shape. I think it's a really good day for Phoenix. I really do. I mean, I just think the Rams told, showed you. Go for it. If it falls apart, it falls apart, and you could, I guess in theory you could beat Brooklyn, but I, th- I think it's going to work out. you got to win the whole thing, right? And that's, that's easier said than done. What was your knee-jerk reaction when you, when you, after you went to sleep at 5 p.m. yesterday and woke up at 1 a.m. this morning on your weird <laughs> sleep schedule? Uh, I was actually 5.15. Don't, don't, oh, you stayed up late. Yeah, don't, don't shortchange me Some there. of that evening news. Uh, when I saw the initial headline that KD had been traded, I was a little startled. Like, like we talked about on the show yesterday, I thought that Brooklyn would get the most in return in the offseason, over the summer, I didn't think they would get the most bang for their buck right now at the trade deadline. When I saw what they got back, though, I mean, kudos to Sean Marks. I know, as, as you've laid out, he created this mess, but I think he did a good job at at least starting to get out of this mess. Here's what I don't know, and I really, I, I don't, it's really hard, like, full, unless you're Woj or, or Shams, I guess, it's really hard to be sourced with, with owners. Being sourced with general managers, with players, with scouts, with assistant coaches, coaches, those things are very doable. Those are normal people, even if it doesn't seem like it's. Billionaire owners who collect sports teams as toys, that is a rather difficult world to, to pierce, and I just, I don't know, and I, I mean, I just, I don't have the information to what degree it's likely that Sean Marks gets to see this thing through. I mean, on the one hand, there is a boldness in going for it. And Les Snead, right, gets all the credit in the world in, in L.A. for just going for it with the Rams. I'm talking, you know, the football comparison here. You go and you get Stafford. You got Von Miller, who's obviously somewhere else now. I mean, you brought in, and those aren't the only guys, you brought in so much talent. You traded away so much capital and you pushed your way through, and you won that Super Bowl, and that's not easy to do. And so, and by the way, the Lakers are a good example of this, too. 
They're a disaster. Their roster construction is embarrassing and brutal and terrible. They're not going to be good this year. The trade they did in no way enhances on, on any level the likelihood they're going to be successful before the Durant trade. But it's also, you know, I mean, it matters in the moment, but this is the price they paid for when they won a championship. They traded a bunch of assets away for Anthony Davis. And while Anthony Davis may not be the world's happiest guy right now, they got a ring, they got a championship, they were able to uh, to uh, to to um, to do what you got to do. You got to win one. You got to you got to push. You got to push one through. That is just that is just the way that it works. All right, um, we're gonna get Sean Alexander here in a minute. He's gonna be. This is the other cool thing about Radio Row. It's live radio time. People are walking around. They're signing autographs. They're sitting down. We've got a, we've got a pretty short window here in the radio parlance. We've got what we call a hard out. So once Sean sits down, we're just, we're gonna we're just gonna we're gonna roll right into it. I'm I'm excited. Are you ready? I'm always ready. Yeah, feeling, let's do it. I'm excited. Are you, are you feeling the magic? Absolutely. All right. Um, and by the way, everyone who comes by and hangs out is doing this for a reason. This is a um, Sean is joining us because of Cafe Momentum. It's an award-winning nonprofit restaurant that provides 12-month paid internships and life-changing opportunity to young people uh, who are exiting the juvenile justice system. It's really cool. So not just a former MVP, an incredibly talented former NFL player in Sean Alexander, but somebody who's promoting something really cool and really meaningful and really important. So we're going to get into that, but it's it's Cafe Momentum, and you can just go to cafemomentum.org. This is one of those things where you can actually make a difference. Uh, Sean Alexander, good good morning. Hey, what's up, brother? It's early, isn't it? Oh, goodness. You, you okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you making it? I uh, I wake up early and stay up late, so I don't I don't need many hours of sleep, so it's good. Oh, you're, ble- you're one of those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I drive people crazy. <laughs> yeah, but I'm here. All right, we've got a little bit of time, so I want to just I want to get into it. We we're just full disclosure. I was just bemoaning the Hall of Fame process, and I have friends who have voted, so I'm sorry to my colleagues. It just you should be a Hall of Famer. You're not the only one. You're not in the Hall of Fame. Um, do you find the process as, the word I was going to use is absurd, but let's be more polite, as confounding as, as some of the rest of us who aren't as invested in as you are? Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, thank you for saying that, and I agree with you. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's weird because, uh, you know, you, you want to always stay humble through the process. But, um, you know, you look up and you're like, man, some, you know, I was with, you know, Emmett. And, you know, I see Tony Dorsett around here and, yep. and Marshall Falk and all these guys. And they're all like, oh, man. You were the you were always the decorated guy. We knew you were going to be great, and they and so like then you know then they'll turn around and be like, oh wait a minute, you're not in the Hall of Fame yet. And like so I've been you know golfing or eating or hanging with my with my guys, the guys that I thought were legends, and and you know and and I you know I saw Kevin Frazier back there, and I was thinking of Chris Rose and Sam Cock and Anthony Munoz. Those guys did my high school games, and we were we were a poor family, but I remember. I remember when this thing called ESPN oh, yeah. was, Heard of it. was was walking around <laughs> filming me when I was, you know, 16, 17 years old. And so, you know, so here I was the best player in high school, you know, go to Alabama, broke every single record in Alabama, go to Seattle. I've got all the records in Seattle. I have 100 touchdowns. And they're like, yeah, we're not sure because your line was good. I was like, no, my line was good. What are we talking about here? <laughs> I don't. And I guess a lot of it, right, is, and I, I've never been in that room, but you ha- some of it's who's making the pitch for you. Some of it's the politics of, of the. Have yeah. you been able to just figure out and parse why? I I try not to get into it. You don't. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, when I hang around with all the legends, they're like, you're you're one of the guys. You know, it's just that I don't have the jacket. So, 
I'm assuming it's going to happen. I I don't know how the process is, and I just seem I just assume just say, well, hey, like I'm sure it's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If there's only nine of us that's ever had a hundred touchdowns, and, I, and me and Adrian are the only two that are not in it, and Adrian's about to be in it, we're like. Okay, there has to be something. All right, I'm sending on. good thoughts into the universe. I don't know if that helps. And when the moment comes, and it should and it will, I'll be I'll be thinking of you when it happens. Yeah. Um, we got a short amount of time here because we have in the radio promise a hard out. I want to ask you about Cafe Momentum, but I want to get one more football question in, too. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, you're friends with Russell Wilson. Yeah. And you guys like and respect each other. Yeah. He did not have a great season. A lot of criticism. It's part of the deal. Sean Payton's coming in. Not many people are confident. Just from the outside looking in, he's going to be able to figure it out. We write people off very quickly in sports. Yeah. What have you seen from him, and what do you think can happen for him to get to that level, speaking of a future Hall of Famer, to play the way that I'm sure he wants to and certainly people in Denver want him to? Russell's an incredible hard worker, and sometimes what he means to do to make it seem well or be a team player, it just it just appears it comes off. So they're like, oh, he's got an office. Well, if you ask anybody else, say, hey, you got a quarterback that says every day he's going to go up and study film uh, with the coaches or up in the room. You'd be like, man, he's so diligent. He's working so hard. But when you ask for it, you're like, oh, who do you think you are? So so there's some things that I'm like, Russ, like, I, we know you mean well, but it has to be packaged a little bit different. I think that um, last year, you know, when you go to another team, it's the, you know, Broncos, Seahawks, and you're like, man, the game's on the line, throws down its fourth and what, one or two, and they kick a 60-yard field goal. Um, yeah, I'm not taking the ownership of Russell's season off that, but that messed the whole team up mentally. And football's way more mental than it is physical. Like, So all of a sudden, if they go for it and Russ gets it, they're like, we got our guy. If he goes for it and doesn't get it, then they're like, man, we know we're going to go down with this guy. But when you kick a 60-yard and you miss... At the end of the day, he was going. To, the kicker was going to be the hero, not not this million dollar, hundred million dollar quarterback you just signed. It just messed the team up, so they were never going to get over that hump. Big things turn on, on little moments. The better be future Hall of Famer. We hope, we think, we 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 believe. Uh, Sean Alexander here on the show. Sorry to rush you. We have about ninety seconds before the, we just get cut off. Cafe momentum. Everyone's coming by pitching something. This actually, this is meaningful. It makes a yeah. difference. Can you tell us not just about it, but how people can get involved? Yeah. Uh, Go to uh, standtogetherfoundation.org backslash Sean. It'll tell you all about the work that I'm doing with Stand Together. They are helping funding and coming up with the ideas for for, for 300 um, great organizations like Cafe Momentum. That was my favorite. They take uh, these kids that are, people are calling throwaways, 50% recidivism, which means they're going back to prison. And when they go through the program, it's only 11. And so I said, we got to put one in every NFL city. We can't make kids that have made mistakes as teenagers cost the rest of their lives. Sean Alexander, you're a pro, man. Look at that. Like It's like you got the clock in your head, even though it feels like it's 5 in the morning. It's not. It's 8.53. <laughs> I appreciate you. It is an honor to sit with you. I'll be thinking of you whenever the Hall of Fame uh, does the right thing. Thank you for, for being here. Thank you for, for put, telling us about Cafe Momentum. And enjoy. I love that you're one of these guys that don't need sleep. I'm jealous. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's <laughs> I cool. want that. <laughs> man, thank you for having me. This was great. Appreciate you. Sean Alexander on the show. We're going to keep it rolling. Uh, we've got Carson Palmer about 30 minutes, but let's get back to that Kevin Durant trade. We'll do that in a few minutes here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 